buddy? What's up, buddy? Hey, Cheers to that. We got a beautiful guest today. Yes. Talking about public speaking, you know, this woman is, I would say, really successful. One of the best in the business. So without further ado, please welcome the one and only. Sanazam. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sana All right. Azam. Sana Azam. Sana Azam. That's right. Hey, Sana, how you doing? Hi, Steve. I'm good. How are you? Thank you for joining the hype. Thank you for having me. I'm feeling stoked, hyped, excited. Right. You look great. <laughs> Thanks. So, you know, I've been looking so forward to meeting with you because um, I never got introduced to anybody in, this, in the business here in Dubai or in the UAE. Yeah. I actually had, uh, I don't want to get into it, right? Access to what you do, which we're okay. going to get into it later on in the show. Sure. Oh. So, um, and uh, I like it I, when you say we're going to have access into this kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, we're in the events industry, so you know, <laughs> networking is great, meeting right. people is great, having access to different things. But hey, let's talk about you. The reason why we invited Sanya here is because we're going to celebrate here, right? So yes, she joined are. I. Thank you once again. So tell us more about you. Like a lot of people know you as, all right, the corporate woman, successful businesswoman, you know, yes. all of this, like, wow, she's good. But who are you really? Okay. For those who don't know, like, like okay. spot on question. Sure, sure. So uh, where do we begin? I was born. <laughs> do All we right, start here with we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. We're Once upon a time. Once <laughs> sorry, sure. I'm Palestinian. My parents are Palestinian, born out in Europe, raised in Sweden. Wow. And then I won an award called Female Economist of the Year from Stockholm School of Economics. Wow. Huge feat. Just super proud of it. In college. Yes. Wow. Um, and then I get that magic call where somebody says, hey, do you want to come and be a speaker at our event? Yeah. Sure. In this my mind, in Sweden. this was 2010 in Sweden. Okay. So I had plans to become a banker because that's what you do, right? That's what was cool and trendy. Um, but they invite me and I go, yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, let's do it. I go up. I have a speech at a conference, never been trained, no idea what I'm doing. Okay. I'm kind of winging it. <laughs> they put you in a fire. Yeah, like and that was okay. You know, when you're young and you're like bold and you don't think of consequences I'll or anything. Yeah, sure. But just before going up on stage, my knees were shaking. I blacked out. I felt nauseated. Like the whole thing. But I still go up. Yeah. I do it. And I'd rehearsed it so many times. So it's just like going on autopilot. Like I don't remember the first five minutes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. But anyway, I stepped down. And then this other lady comes up to me and she says, oh, hey, that was awesome. Do you want to do this again? We don't have a big budget. We have a few thousand dollars. I'm hey, whatever, right? For the first time, get a few thousand dollars. Hey, I, let me tell you this. Let me my think about first it real gig, quick. My first gig when I emceeing, <laughs> when I was emceeing back in the day, I, I got paid $15 for my first gig. This was like 15 years ago. And I'm so proud of it. But that's, that's awesome though it's, it you, was the beginning so and look at where you today and look at where she is today yeah but i didn't know yeah. that people get paid to speak like, i yeah. didn't even know that it was an option so i did play it out the way you did like i was like yeah let me think about it i'll, I'll get back to you <laughs> <laughs> so that pretty much kick-started my career as okay. a speaker out in europe because i'm going i can get paid to speak <laughs> so, <laughs> this is awesome when you say as a speaker, you yeah. like somebody delivering a speech or as a host? 
Like no, as a, as a professional speaker that goes right. up and educates the market. Oh, wow. Like at conferences and events. I wasn't in that range at that point in time. Wow. So that just, it, one thing led to another. And then all of a sudden I had an agency representing me in Sweden. And then okay. I was like touring Northern Europe. I'm oh. just like 20 something kid. And I'm like getting paid in like fancy five star hotels and flown out and what have you. And I'm going, this is pretty awesome. Right. Celebrity awesome. status, baby. Yeah. But then if you've, like studied for 18 years and with my younger self's consciousness yeah. i went this is coming too easy right. like i'm used to working struggling and then succeeding so yeah, this right. was just a narrative that was unfamiliar to me right so it just something was not adding up um so i went back to banking because that's what you do right yeah. yeah so i had a few years in banking but whatever i was doing in my career in the corporate world like i worked as a gold trader worked for american express worked in the difc i would always be invited to speak Leaving. Yeah. Hey, amen to that. Amen. So amen to coming that. here, um, we're, you know, with the same situation. Now I started looking for an agency. Maybe somebody could help me. I'm in this business category. Right. So not celeb, not brookie, just in that segment. Yeah. Couldn't find anybody. And I'm going, well, I hate my banking job where I'm at right now. Right. It's not aligning with who I am. And there is a market opportunity. Well, one plus one is two. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> yeah, try and do it. Yeah, I love it. You right. know, um, you just said something. A lot of people usually don't, um, they don't take that step to pursue their dreams. Yeah. Or they yeah. don't take that step to start up a business to say, let me just give it a go. Or they would start and halfway through give up and say, you know what? This is not for me. Yeah. It's a struggle. Let me just go back to my nine to five. Yeah. But hey, you're part of the, the one percenters. It just... It's there in the back of your mind. And so it was a quick decision. It was an executive decision on the spot. Like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. But then the next day, what am I going to do? What? what? <laughs> Leaving. Hold on a second. Because she was like, outstanding employee or whatnot being sent by the company representing. What did your bosses say way back? Were they like, oh, Santa, please don't leave. We yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know? They just threw money at me, basically. They we'll were give like, you a raise. Absolutely. We'll give you a house. We'll give you a percent increase. Just please don't leave. A nice bill on the palm and like a, a two-month vacation every year. What do you want? Just please stay with us. Well, not exactly, but something like that along yeah. those lines. And it's just, no, uh, I, I you, you live one life. Like right. You don't want to be wasting on doing something that you don't really like. Right. I'm not even going to say love. I'm going to stick to like. 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 You should like where you're at. Exactly. I like the people I was dealing with. I like what I was doing. But I wasn't really enjoying it that much. There yeah. was something missing. And it's a big factor for happiness. Sure, sure. You know. So that's when I did the switch. I had that little gap in between resigning and then setting up the business. And that gap is very interesting. Right. That's like a vortex of, Ooh, what am I doing? Am I, am I making the right decision? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What did they just reason? do? So now she's like floating in the bubble. Oh my God, what am I doing now? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, set up the business quite quickly. Uh, first deal was a complete hot mess. Like you'd, you know, you don't know what contracts, what to do. I don't even have a bank account, trade license, trying to figure out what's happening. I'd never been an agent, but I had been a speaker. Right. Yeah. So I actually know that side. And now I'm just learning it on the fly. Yeah. So this um, is made as speakers, right? Yes. Established which year? 2016. Oh, wow. yeah. Four years ago. Yeah. Super proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's okay, sweet. so you established a company now. You're like the fan of it. Yeah, now sure. you're doing really good. Um, if you would remember, like, how many speakers have you booked already or worked with in your company? 
Yeah, sure. So first year is, a, again, a little bit of a big blind because you're just trying to survive and figure out. And it's a combination of euphoria and being excited for everyone and yeah. then crying right. because you're like, what am I doing? Process. Right. In it retrospect, is. I would never have done it like this. Yeah. I would have sat on my nice salary for another three months at least. Sit well, three months. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it took us about one year to figure what's figure out what's happening. What's going on? Yeah. Um, year two to three, we had a speaker on stage every third day last year. So not 2020. Let's not talk 2020. Yeah. 2019, we had a speaker on stage every second day. And the goal was to have it every day now. But we have to revisit that a little bit. Wow. <laughs> but hey, you know what? From from quitting her high paying job back in the day to establishing her company to not knowing what am I doing? To now to booking really, a speaker every other day. Exactly. Now let's talk about the struggles you face. Sure. So because a lot of people uh, okay. know you like this is Santa, but but they don't know what what actually happened in what between happened. and what what she had to go through to get yeah. there. When she was floating in the bubble, like what was happening back there? Because there's a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, you know, these people, they're born rich and all that stuff. But I would say, yeah, somebody's rich. He came from nothing. Yeah. You know, there's always struggle. You're always yeah. down on your knees. Some, sure you know, somehow. So you want to share a little bit of those? Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it's just small things that kept on happening. Throughout. One of the things was we never had an office. So we're not from a garage, but we're from my kitchen. Okay. Wow. <laughs> the kitchen table. Like that's that. how we started. Um, and it was like, oh, hey, you know, I talked to a client. Do you want to take a meeting with us? Yeah, sure. We'll come to your office. They'd say on the phone. I'll be like, um, uh no i'll come to yours right. or actually four seasons or this hotel let's meet there instead and I'll be like what, what's going on i'm like <laughs> like wiping the table <laughs> so you got some struggles in life and all that stuff sure. now, what is next for main speakers and your what are your future plans amazing do you, do you like have other business ventures in the oh house? yes absolutely yeah so we you know one of the things that we did with Mina speakers was i would get almost daily calls of aspiring speakers that wanted to be represented by us okay or represented by other agencies and i had to keep on saying no 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 like i can see the talent but the rest is not there you're not yeah. dressing up for the occasion like right. you don't have the bio the marketing stuff you don't have enough marketing collateral for us to represent you right so i had to say no but I said no so many times, it wasn't feeling right at some point. I wanted yeah. something's gotta give, like I have to change this. Um, so we set up a marketplace called Experts Market. Okay. And uh, this is where we're welcoming like novices, beginners, aspiring speakers, uh, coaches, experts to register and give them access to event managers. Right. So across experience range, price point, topics, industries, etc. It has been amazing because we've been able to book like a six-year-old Saudi girl to an event, which six-year-old, yeah, that's, it was so great, cool to Abu Dhabi. Wow! When I was six years old, really? I was just playing mud and saying whatever. She's very well-spoken, wow, Donia so Hajlan. She is unbelievable, super inspirational. Just wow! And not only her, but other people that we normally wouldn't have had access to because the roster is limited, right? Yeah. So now we have access to people in countries who not normally have known that this is a career they could pursue. Right. Yeah. And so uh, we're upskilling the market. We're sending the signals like, Munir, you want to join us? You're more than welcome. Just register on the platform. Hey, we <laughs> Just so you know, I'm not going to, my, my starting charges will be in three zeros. So. Really? Which currency? Uh, oh, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> American dollars. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I have a story to tell. 
and I'm gonna tell it up, and Steve is gonna help me tell that story. Okay, so, so when since the time comes, this conversation is up, like this is a very normal conversation, right? right. And yeah. I, I genuinely believe everyone has a story to tell. Right. If I talk to you or whoever, if we just manage to take it up and package it nicely, yeah. then I believe it can be conveyed in a way that's compelling, whether the medium is camera or the medium is on stage. And so in 2020, you have so many platforms for you to speak up and share your story, which I love. I think that's fantastic. Right. Because then people can go, wow, that's me. Like, if you could overcome that, so can I. Wow. And I love that opportunity. So your story, so who you are, what you do, why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. like that needs to be crafted. The way you say it, you're yeah. speaking charisma, speaking skills, and that's a skill you can upskill yourself. And third is your brand. Now, if you want to be a professionally recognized paid speaker, right. then we need to have all three in place. Okay. And so many times I find that one is there, kind of two is ish there, yeah, but the three is, you know, and this is where we need the market to upskill itself. The reason why I want to do this is not to get paid. Sure. Not at all. The reason why I want to do this is I want to tell people out there who have gone who are probably going through similar problems that I've gone through, whether it's family-wise, marriage-wise, financially, yeah. that they, they should know that there is an end to everything. Yeah. And there is a there is a door that's going to be there for you. And once you open it, you have a new chapter of your life that you're going to start with. Yeah. No, because I said, I can't get stuck here. You know, so I was I was working 14, 16 hours. Yeah. And this is like, this is not this is not what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? I was just like in a very bad situation, but yeah. it is what it is. It is what so it is. And I, I appreciate what you're saying. And, and I think that this as a, so let's just assume that this is something you want to pursue professionally, right? Right. And I love these stories because these are what we call expert positioning stories. Right. This is what happens in an introduction. But in a one hour speech, you have to give me, like you have to give content. You need to educate your audience. You need to give them value. So I love the expert positioning story. Now I like you, now I trust you, now I know where you're from. I'm relating to you. Yeah. But the remaining 50 minutes or 40 minutes, there has to be something that's provided to them. Oh, yeah, okay. So if this is a route, you know, anybody's planning on doing, yes, the story will be great. But if this is something you want to do repeatedly, right. there has to be like that substance of educational yeah. element moving forward and this is something that your company actually you help people like us if we want to pursue it in terms of training and absolutely we have upskilled and groomed some really amazing speakers who were rookies from the beginning and yeah, now yeah. they're in a place where they're being booked internationally flown out to speak okay. and so this is the type of asset testing that we'd have to do it's love your story but what more are you sitting on you said you mc you said you had you know you're in events right right what can you teach me because you will have an audience that wants to learn from you. Well, yeah. Love your story. What else can I go? Because the audience is going, so what? What's in it for me? Yeah. Literally. And so we need to we give them some stuff. Hey, I like that. You know, it's, it's opening a, a lot of horizon Ooh. in my brain. You know, you're using deep words. I'm using deep words because <laughs> I want to sound smart, baby. That's, that's the if you would talk to your 18-year-old self, like face-to-face, yeah. -face, what okay. would you tell her? Okay. Dear Sana. You got this, first of all. And the second thing I would say is do the work and do the work more intensely. Go and get more support along the way because you are great as you are, but if you're getting support along the way, they will take you there faster. 
you will get there to wherever you want to go because you're super determined and you're awesome. High five to you. I like you. Hey, Steve, if you're watching, just do what you do and you're awesome, man. <laughs> what would you tell yourself if you were like 20 years younger? Uh, please invest in uh, Nahil when they started off the Springs, <laughs> the Springs project. Because How do you handle rejections? Ooh, <laughs> you, hit, you hit the very like. <laughs> so I have, I have two approaches to rejection. Uh, one approach is I don't even realize it. I just, so say like I'm on a sales call or I'm talking to a client trying to pitch them. They go, I'm not really interested. I'm just going to pivot and try to find something else. Like that's yeah. just naturally how I am. Right, right. But let's say I've gotten that hard. No, it's not going to happen. And we've had an element of hard failure. I have a little bit of a Michael Jordan attitude about it. Oh, Michael Jordan, greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Did you see the documentary? I'm oh, yeah. so inspired. I'm like, I get this guy. Like, I like carrying that responsibility. I want to be shooting the last shot. Especially the uh, Dennis Rodman episode. Oh, he's dope. <laughs> I met him in France once upon oh. a time, long time ago. We should hang out Sweet with Sonia a lot of times, more yeah. often, you know? Because we learn a lot of guy. stuff. Well, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> The Michael Jordan moment, Michael, what happened? Yeah, the Michael Jordan approach is go back. I will feel bad about, about it for a while and beat myself up about it a little bit as well. And then I'll go, what can I do? Like go back full throttle. Right. How can I improve? And then I'll also ask again, ask for input. And normally that's my husband that's coaching me because he's he runs his own business as well. Just having that debrief conversation. Right. Yeah, I might punch a boxing bag a little bit <laughs> for Release, a little while. You know, get some steam off. And then recharge and then go back at it. Yeah, but rejection is not a big deal. No, it's, it's a hard thing. I mean, for me, uh, rejection is, hey, if someone closes one door and shuts it off, uh, shut, shuts it in front of your face, you just find a different route to come around. Yes, sir. I agree to that. Like, so, I, sure. I, like for me, if, I, if there's a client that I really want yeah. and I really want to get jobs from them, they reject me once, twice. I'll always find somewhere or someone or something else to pitch to them. So I'll go back to them until they know my face, until they get to know me. Yeah. And then once I walk in, Munir, we have this here. Can you handle it? I don't care how small it is. And that's how you started. That's how I landed my uh, my clients that are helping me right now during, during this oh, la, tough la. times. So, good yeah. job, money, good money, job, money, good money. job. Money. It, is, it is what it is. So we're talking about rejections. Now let's talk about you may or you may have none. Like, what are or is career-wise your biggest failure that you wish you could have done something better? Oh, yes. That to this day you wish I should have done that. Yeah, so I could have that today. Or yeah, whatever. I mean I think, uh, and this is I've never said this before, so you're hitting a very sore spot for me. When I started the business 2016, I had never had a true leadership capacity. And now I am leading people and their families, it's impacting their families. And I have these incredible expectations on myself to deliver. Yeah. And I, by default, translated onto the team, put a lot of pressure. And I, today I have the humility and the experience to see people for who they are and the capacity that they have. Right. And so what I would have wished for myself is 
to maybe take a step back, do some leadership training, uh, and again, had the mentors to support me on this journey, because you're responsible for people's destinies and lives, yes. right. and that should never be taken lightly. Well. And so if you are a business owner or a new manager, ask for help, ask for the help. Who are you as a daughter and as a mother? Because you've just Big been a questions. mom, right? Six months ago, gave birth, so yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, thank Mommy you. Sana, you know, we gotta call her that now. So who are you as a mom and as a daughter? So let's start with the mom one, because that's the, the obvious one. I believe that my daughter has not come from me, she's come through me. And so I believe Dr. Shafali said that. Um, so I let her do her own thing and be her own person. Right and explore what she wants, what she needs, which and her own traits. So I'm taking a step back and letting her lead. Right. Even though she's a toddler. <laughs> and and just seeing where that takes me. And so that's the kind of mother and leader that I would like to be. Just you run with it. And then if you need me, I'm here. Let her fly with her yeah. own wings. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You've got the same um, like a lot of mothers do that by the way, especially right now. Um, my mother let us be who we are. we are today yeah she always said i never told you no i've let you learn since yeah. you were a baby yeah and until today i still call out and ask her for advice that's so that's sweet good. so Aww. i've seen your instagram post of your photo with your beautiful mom yeah so going back to the question who is sana as a daughter as a, as a daughter um i mean i believe in servant leadership this is what i'm gonna call it uh I am whatever my mom wants me to be. Like I am whatever she needs me to be. Right. And this is the relationship we've had. I left the house when I was 15 years old. And then I got a full scholarship at the United World College. Wow. From there, Thanks I've been so financially, emotionally, like been very independent from the household. This was in Germany? This was, yeah. I was living in Wales. Oh. Yeah. And so ever since then, I've been kind of doing my own thing and she's let me do my own thing. Um, so by choice, I just want her to be happy. Yeah. And make her, well, I want to, it would be nice if she's proud of me, but I want her fundamentally and ultimately just be happy. Right. So. And so a lot of my decisions come with the reflection. It's interesting to ask these questions. Will I make my daughter proud? Will I make my mother proud? Right. This is where a lot of my decisions are made. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. What is hype about you, Sana? So, Here's the thing. You know when you get comments in, in the Instagram comment field or Facebook or you're yeah. getting messaging yeah. or even if I go off stage and people tell me you're good or you're or this wasn't good or whatever. My my mindset is I don't listen to the good. I don't listen to the bad. I am aware of what's happening in my positioning and like what I represent, Yeah, yeah. which is. I stand as one, but I come as 10,000, right? So, okay, I'm representing myself, but I'm representing all the great speakers and thought leaders from the Middle East in yeah. this region. Thank you. Thank Joining you the for hype. having me. Oh my God, this was great. You yes, ma'am. Thank you. It's an it. honor. You're great interviewers, both of you. Thank Incredible. you. We've been yeah. waiting for this for a long time. Honestly speaking, yeah. we didn't expect it to go this way, but I'm really happy to have met you. Oh, likewise. Because, uh, again, We've gained a network and we've gained a friend. Right. You need a network and you gotta maximize it. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> How do you girls in Beverly Hills? Uh, uh, uh. Wow. So thank you, Sana. It's been fun. Yes, sir. Thank you, you for having me. That was great. This is was amazing. Yeah, was High cool. five to that.
There we go. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming. Great personality, Sana Azam, for this episode. We're gonna see you next time. <laughs> Don't forget, join the hype, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and we are out. out.